This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. The opinions expressed on this show and in this podcast are those of the host and guests. They do not represent the opinion of Free FM. We encourage listeners to evaluate issues for themselves from a range of credible sources. Yeah, good morning. This is From the Fringes, a program about alternative provocative views. My name is Jack Geelan. Uh, my co-host today is Simon, Judge, uh, Judge Gordiga, and also uh, Jennifer is our guest and her wonderful daughter. What's your daughter's name? Cassandra. Cassandra. Okay, cats have capacity to love with secure attachments. Yeah. I've been told because I'm a lover of animals that I'd be a, a good lover and understander of people. Okay, and um, I went along to the Tekoa Health Services operating floor, was the operational floor uh, down at, um, whereabouts is it, uh, the road. Yes, anyway, yes, that place. That'll Day Street, Day yep, Street. Yep. <laughs> and they, I had to locate integrated services for truancy as is the person upstairs who's kind of screaming out a little bit and she's truant, and uh, I want her to go to school. Now, Jennifer, you had your children uplifted, and uh, one of your children was truant at one stage. Yes, yeah. from the Can age of 10 to... Talking to the mic, yep. From the age of 10 to 14, yep, yep. she's being, yeah. Truant. And how do you get her to, like, school? Or? Well, I don't, because she's not in my care. Not in your care? No. Okay. But you said that she had gone through a bit of violence or something. Yes. Yeah. What happened to her? So She was dragged and gang raped by four men at the age of 10. Oh, that's terrible. Whoa. So okay. how did you deal with all that trauma? How did you work through I that? only found out last year yeah, yeah. through court papers yeah. that were served to right. me. Sorry, right. so this is the daughter that was taken off you? Yes. And she's not with your mum, and she's been through that? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. Brilliant system we are living amongst. Yes. Yeah. Okay, hearing voices, dialectical behaviour, therapy service. Um, I'm putting together this art exhibition based on voices and uh, faces of therapy. So that's interesting. I'm getting into art. You will notice I've got a gold shirt on today. That's my gold supervisor over here. Very he good. exemplifies the 12 functions, the listener, buddy supporter, the talking therapy, the healer, you know what I mean? Um, and what are you? You're a bit of a prophetess, aren't you, Yes, you are. Do you pray for so people to get told. healed? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yes. Thank now, um, the two Hawaii people yeah. who were freedom fight fighters were classified as terrorists when they were just peaceful human rights activists. And the system in 2007, they had the frontline um, police there. You remember about 14 of them were arrested and, and charged uh, for wanting to attack politicians and to blow up the beehive. Um, this happened in 2007. Uh, Tama Iti, uh, this is this is him here. He's an yeah, artist. Well, well, I wonder why one one true hill was supposed to represent the wiping out of the Maori people. Gee, I wonder why they were like that then. Right, <laughs> but um, I go along with the the freedom fighters. I don't go along with bombing Parliament. And, no, and, no, and I think that that was a gross overreaction to the year two thousand eleven eleven. You remember? 
and they try to make it look like all freedom fighters were were activists or terrorists. I mean, that's just not true. We're peace-loving people. We just stand up for Absolutely. our families and our own rights and so forth. Okay, and um, Steve Evans and Disco Light Shoes did Around the Bay's Families for Justice Child Advocacy Walk. And that's why I bought the... The roller skate. The roller skate to kind of emphasize that. And... um, A a blue one. Now, you were denied access, uh, you know, to your child, weren't they? They they mentioned uh, ridiculous things about coots in your hair and this sort of thing. Well, yeah, I mean... Having head lice is a sign of not willful neglect because nits thrive on healthy hair. What yeah. they did was they charged me with willful neglect because yeah. they were saying I was doing nothing about treating them. Yeah, yeah. Which wasn't true. Wasn't. I was treating them. Yeah. So having your child uplifted, um, it, it's a, a pretty heavy process, isn't it? The, you mentioned oh, the yes. police came in and... Yeah, they came to my house. And what did they say to you? And served me court papers. Yep. And said that my children were being uplifted yep. as they were serving me with the papers. Yeah, and so they took the children off you. So my ch- children, well, we had two children that were taken off me. One yep. was at school and the other one was at kindergarten. Yeah. And so Aranga Tamariki um, went to the school in kindergarten and uplifted them from there, yeah, not it, my house. It's called a without notice uh, paper that they actually Whoa. serve you with. And um, so since then, have you had any access whatsoever with your I have children? had um, supervised contact when yeah. they first were taken. I had supervised contact, but I stopped that because the supervisor was going back to OT and telling them a whole lot of lies. And so I stopped it. I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Because of the lies that the supervisor was telling them. Yeah. Well, in parental care and support, we can provide you with an advocate who can help you and come along to that um, supervision with you. So... Uh, this is what we deal with here. With but they're the, there to help, isn't it? They, that's their that's their punchline at every line. They they, they say that, but we're here to help. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Now I'd like you to draw you to a, a, attention to in March FLI, which is Family Life International New Zealand, will be holding the most important pro life and family conference of two thousand and twenty three. Uh, Michael Kaufman is the guy who's hosting it, and his telephone number is 027-526-1199 at 6 Beatrice Road, Remuera, the 23rd to the 26th of March. Go forward and hope International Pro-Life and Family Conference, Thursday 23rd to the 26th of March. Be informed, inspired, and equipped to boldly proclaim the gospel of life and counter the sexual revolution with compassion, featuring 13 international local local speakers. So in terms of international family protection, that's a wonderful event, you know. Here in Hamilton, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, you had something there, didn't you, on on family and, and protecting uh, family, society? Family. Um, my, my, mine was a little bit cutthroat. Probably get back to me on that one, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what have you got? What have you got? Oh, I've just um, more or less got the census. It's really a consensus. It's just national registration. Um, we we get it's it's almost just like a a big con game. Like yeah. what they're really trying to boil down us down to is manufactured scarcity. Yep. Not, not abundance and plenty, and that's why I'm getting really excited. What what's happening behind the scenes with um, what's going to happen in the courts? The tide's going to turn. Things are going to change. Real people who actually care about people are going to be put in places where they should be. And these guys, these and, I, and, I, and just a thought on top of that, Jack. I, yeah. I, I was really hoping and I was praying when Jacinda left and she's getting messed up with all these uh, pedophiles in the UN and trying to pump that onto our kids that she. Pulled out of government because she she got a clue yep. that she, what she's doing she was wrong. But if she pops up in the UN, oh, I've got to keep praying for that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's what Helen Clark did. Yeah, I, exactly. I felt she left yeah. a poisonous legacy because she attacked the family and there was so much suicide yeah, so, and yeah, family yeah, destruction going on, on. Definitely, and they haven't protected the biological family. No. Okay, now Steve mentioned Ernie taking his life as he. Uh, had worked in with a policeman at Waikaria, so this is a news report from Steve Evans, and on the 28th, there's an open court case against Judge Collins. Here we go. Okay, judges are there to interpose between the state and citizens, and we're supposed to have the executive, legislative... I'm not and a citizen, man. I'm a native. Don't give me that citizen rubbish. Yeah. I'm a native of this, of this land. Yeah, yeah, Thank a citizen with, with rights. So... Um, I think uh, Steve wants as many people there as possible on the 28th of March up at the family court. So there's going to be a court case because um, he's been held up for conflicts of interest and recuse. So that's going to be an interesting case. Um, yeah, very interesting what about, case. Will you be there? I will be there with bells on, definitely, yep, with about yep. a truckload of paperwork to give to Colin. Yeah. <laughs> so we often talk about the... Um, the rights of people, and it's interesting in Britain right now, a constitutional crisis is occurring with Prince Charles. He has to protect the status of the Anglican Communion uh, because by 2031, 50% of people will be uh, non-believers. And so you've got godless liberals that are going to wow. be all over Britain. So wow. there's 50% of the population. Yeah, and plus, if uh, Prince wow. Charles is representing Muslims and oh, wow. all the other faiths and this sort of thing, will he be true to the Christian faith? They're so, a weird bunch, man. I mean, who died um, <laughs> recently? Um, one of the royals, and he said before he died, I'd like to come back as a virus to keep the population down. It's just, come on, man, it's messed yeah. up. And, and Prince Harry, I don't like the way that he's rejected Prince Harry because the house that was supposed to be Prince Harry's house at Windsor is now being given, given to the other son. But how can you reject one of your own sons like this that went to... It boggles to a, me. Yeah, it does boggle it's, you. It's happened to me. Yeah. My my own family have rejected me. So I, I think the royals need to set a good example, don't they? <laughs> don't they? You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. And if they're not, like, you know, honouring marriage and if they're not uh, protecting their own children and, and want to cut themselves off from their own sons, that's not good, is it? 
No. As, as representing the family throughout the world. Well, so. I mean, I've got a saying concerning that, a house divided will fall. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a, a wonderful scripture, that is, isn't it? Yes, it is indeed. <laughs> Okay, children of the revolution must choose their destiny. <laughs> so I think there's a revolution going on when it comes to the uplifts Amen. of children. Here and Jennifer, Amen. I would like to thank you for coming in to the show today um, and sharing a deeply personal like separation from your own child and what you're going through. And we're talking about cats have the capacity to love with secure attachments. Uh, yep. Have you got cats at home, Jennifer? No, I haven't, but my daughter has. If you're a lover of animals, you'll be a lover yep. of people. So. I love cows <laughs> like on my cows. plate. Yeah. 
and I've been um, attending the Te Koha, Te Koha Health Services Operations Floor um, integrated um, attendance and talking about truancy and children not going to school when they should go to school. Um, even if they are about uh, neurodiverse, a little bit like that, and, and you hear them screaming or whatever, you've, you've got to do something about it, you know, yeah. to take care of them and make sure they go to school for social reasons or whatever. And hearing voices, dialectical behaviour therapy is very important. Um, I hear voices from time to time, but I talk to them. I even hear God speaking to me. What about you, Jennifer? Do yeah, you hear I the Lord? Hear from God. Absolutely. We're not mad. You know, no, if you not, hear the voice yeah, of God. No. You've got to discern, mate. You've got to be yeah, careful with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it can two, be a dangerous playground. Two Hoi people were freedom fighters and they were classified as terrorists, terrorists back in 2007. And good to see Steve Evans in his disco light shoes going around the bays and standing up for child advocacy. Um, advocacy is so very important and um, Jennifer has brought her daughter along here today also what's your name it's Cassandra yeah Cassandra so what what have you felt like with the uplift and everything and and taking care of your mum what have you been going through well talking to the mic yep well I've been going through the same thing myself with my first daughter she ended up getting taken off me and my now husband um, just before she turned a month old and put into state care and has gone to live with my auntie and uncle in New Plymouth and I only get to see her twice a year. Twice a year. It it should be at least once a week. At least. I mean, yeah. That's oh, shocking, yeah. shocking, isn't it, really? Yep. And, I mean, it tears your heart out and, and yep. everything. So, oranga tamariki, they need to be more accountable. And yep. we need to have biological parents having access to their own children at the same time. You know Big I mean? things on the 28th. And it's going to go down, man. Yeah, yeah. Once one dynamo falls, and it all start falling. also on top of that, yep. I've been wanting to get my daughter back because right. I've got even another daughter yep. in our care right yep. now as we speak. She's yep. turning two in June and she's thriving. Right. So we're we're fighting for justice for mothers and fathers who've had their children uplifted in parental care and support. And on the 28th, there's an open court case against Judge Collins. Um, Judges are supposed to interpose between the state and citizens. But what happens is if the judge goes on false evidence, hearsay, and then they represent the bureaucracy, they're not there for for us. And if I bought... Out about a constitutional crisis with um, Prince Charles. We don't have a constitution. Our Bill of Rights does not have any teeth. So how can we accurately represent mothers and fathers? I mean, we're told we're sovereigns in our own nation. And um, this is where Judge Goldigger comes in also against the system, where, where the system sort of promotes abuse against... Uh, our own sovereigns and our own mothers and fathers. So yeah, the twenty eighth is going to be a very interesting day. But I, oh, I, 
Uh, I don't know. I kind of call Steve Evans, oh, my, my, my sergeant major, run things yep. fast. There's got to be order, you know. But yeah. it's going to be a very interesting day. Got to get back to my commander. And, yeah, it's going to be very interesting how that day is going to go down. But like I said before, Jack, I re- reckon once one dynamo falls, they're all going to start falling. So um, be there. Be so there on the It was interesting uh, to do with the council one-sided deal exposed. Vinci's controls funding and wealth in this country with all the building projects going on around Hamilton. Where's the money coming from for funding and what percentage of the home do people who buy homes really own and have we got enough homes for everyone in New Zealand? Yeah, and conspiracy backlash for Hamilton. A socialist agenda favouring foreign companies and rich elitists with a green agenda. We will be happy... We will be happy with nothing. Uh, we'll have electric cars and we'll be paying heaps for electricity. So they're saying the idea of a 15-minute city it? is encountering in, in a curious backlash by conspiracists. Y- yeah. They're basically saying that we need to be socialists, yeah. each one of us having access to the city. But what's the point of coming into the city if you've got no home, if you're paying too much for your electricity, if the elitists are taking full control and we're becoming a communist nation. That's the whole rubbish of it all, the sustainable development program. We'll just give you enough to get on by. That's that's rubbish. And and when 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 I'm talking about abundance and plenty, I'm not really talking about um, like the riches of this world. Um, I'll just share the scripture with you. 1 Timothy 6, 8, those who desire to be rich fall into temptations, into sneers, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge a people into ruin and destruction. And that's the elitist. They, they, well, they, they do that. So what they're, they're reaping what they're sowing. And yep. they think, oh, yes, the destruction I have in my own soul is what I'm going to give back to the nation. So um, basically these globus elitists are just a bunch of psychos who want to eat our babies. That might sound a little bit over the top, but it's true. These guys are crazy, man. Now, I I wanted to share about Kaitiaki Guardians and bullying prevention groups. Blair Anderson is saying that the criminal justice system needs reforming um, to address systematic inequalities, improving rehabilitation and reintegration reintegration programs. Now, I've had a a bit to do with a lot of ex-prisoners and uh, we've got to be careful there because sometimes there's standover tactics, people feel bullied and this sort of thing. But we need to balance like with the ram raids, punishing them, but also helping them to change by upskilling them. We can't just keep attacking people all the time. There needs to be rehabilitation. Yeah, there has to be rehabilitation, but you don't have to put up with their rubbish. I mean, if you've got a good, strong character that can just discern, like, and just tell them what it is, like, sometimes you just got to tell things to people that will upset them. They're either going to, and I, and it's just, oh, I just remember back in the day, the way my dad used to roll, oh, I can't handle a good old emotional negative. And that's it. They, people get all emotional and they just have to understand you've you got issues. I mean, I'm not trying to um, um, yeah. um, promote standover tactics. But if you see a bro, just tell them how it is, if you can discern that kind of stuff. Yeah, but hurt people hurt people, particularly people at the bottom of the rung, as it were, and uh, lower class people in society because you've got the rich and the poor now. <coughs> we have to be careful how we treat one another. And um, 
This anti-bullying process needs to be applied in the schools because we all need to be kaitiaki guardians. And here's some of the principles you can apply. Create a safe-telling environment. And because uh, you've got the person who's targeted, you've got the person who's the initiator, and then you've got the bystander. So we all should be monitoring our own environments and looking after one another. What do you think, Jennifer? That's important, isn't well, it? Well, I mean, I think uh, uh, it reminds me of something that I posted on Facebook the other day. Yeah. Um, they won't allow Bibles in schools. Yep. However, I do Bible here in schools. New Zealand... No, I do Bible in schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it might, it's somewhere else then. They won't yeah. allow Bibles in schools. Most other schools, schools they don't. Yeah. But they'll allow Bibles in prisons. Yeah. I mean, how ironic is that? Yeah. Well, uh, they need to change in prisons, and the best way to change is coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. But what you're saying is if they don't allow Bibles in schools and they're taking Christ out of that equation, yes. the children obviously go astray and they could get involved End up in, in prison. attacking one another and this yeah. sort of thing. So we need to change people from the heart, don't we, all over the place. So we need to establish a confidential reporting process like, you know, where people are being bullied. And we need to be on the alert there with one another, don't we? And um, how do we stop predatory bullying and having a bullying uh, prevention strategy? Now, I'm contacting Robin Bandworth, the sergeant at the local police station, and when I talked to them about this, they said, well, we'll come and talk to your group because we have a bullying prevention squad here. So they are on to it. But I kind of, I saw seven police turn up to a bullying incident down at the local park where this boy was attacking another boy and they had handcuffs on him and that was really good. But I, I felt, did they need to have seven police there? No, for it's, boys. Man, I, it's, what the hell is It's almost as if when they get Definitely into a not. fight, it's going to take three or four people to shut the bully down or whatever. So is this a call not only for society to wake up and defend one another? And I've noticed with the ram raiding up in Auckland now, people have had enough of it where they see people attack uh, a shop, go in and and steal the money or whatever the case may be. And sometimes the people are standing up. They're becoming vigilante and they say, we're not going to take this. And they attack, hold the person down until the police get there. I think this is what needs to happen. Like the Kaitiaki army, we're in God's army. We need to rise up and we need to right. not only monitor our own environment, we, really need, we need to challenge pulled out. challenge the, the bullies. Well, I used to be a Maori warden. A lot yep. of people don't know that. Yep. And as a citizen of New Zealand, we can actually place people under arrest, under citizen's arrest. Oh, right. If they're committing any crime of any sort. Right. And a lot of people don't know that. Are you saying as a citizen you can uh, apply we citizens? Can, we can apply citizens' arrest to yep. anyone who's committing a crime. Yeah. yeah and a lot actually, of um, citizens structural. of New Zealand don't know that. Yeah. They don't. Well, it's empowering Christians to change. That's right. Yeah, the and there's a scripture in Isaiah, I wish I had it, but yeah, you can actually, yeah, that's scriptural, yeah. Yeah. Now, what to do? Lies and injustice go hand in glove. The point is made by the prophet Isaiah, who perfectly described what we see daily from our leaders, mainstream media, and even less credible social media. No one calls for justice. This is Isaiah chapter 59, verse 4. 
nor does any plead for truth. They trust in empty words and speak lies, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Justice is turned back and righteousness stands afar off, for truth has fallen in the street and equity, fairness and partiality cannot enter. Is this going on in our Yeah, well, society? it's going to be stopped. It's going to be stopped. Yeah. Just, lies and justice, evil plots with each come the others. Jesus explained to the evil-minded Pharisees of his day that these sins bring us into bondage. Jesus spared no words with those corrupt leaders as he revealed the source of their lies. You of your father, the devil. Well, Jesus didn't mince words, did he? Cut no, straight he didn't. To, straight to the point. But it's true that we have to be true with one another. Walk them all in our shoes. Our, polis, our politicians, and I talked to one Poata po- politician, because I went to the Hamilton West um, meeting, networking meeting on uh, Monday, and I said, what are we going to do about crime prevention? What are we going to do about the ram raiding and these young youth out of control and they're beating up on other people? And he said, well, we have to change their hearts and we have to um, um, uh, upskill them. And teach them to give be give them a vision. I give them a vision, definitely. And, and only the Lord Jesus can really do that. So yeah, we amen. need to be evangelists and prophesying and, yes. and ministering healing to people. And that's why I have yes. my rainbow ribbons program, which mirrors the stones in the New Jerusalem. You've got the Benjamin Paul Celestial Man, who's the insightful seer. Number nine, you've got the humanitarian, the life mentor. That's why I'm wearing the gold shirt, which is enlightenment, empowering people to change. Yeah, so we need to be change makers in our society, don't we? Um, yeah, so from the fringes, we, we thank you for listening. Um, it's wonderful being have, having our friend Jennifer and her daughter. What's your daughter's name again? Cassandra. Cassandra, that's wonderful. It's wonder, wonderful hearing from Judge Goldigger. So let's Keep be change, up, change makers in our society and let's all be freedom fighters and buddy supporters and help one another Amen. and protect Amen. one another Amen. within our society. Praise okay, bye-bye for another week. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.